The Bible says that, that godly women will be blessed by their children. And I know that we have a holiday that says we well, got to be nice to our moms today. Like, I know that that's what this is. And, and a lot of you are here this morning because it's Mother's Day and because maybe there's a child that you know and love that's going to be dedicated to the Lord today. But, but we're here um, not just to celebrate mothers, even though it's biblical and good and they are great and we need them so much. We're not just here to do that. Um, I, I think we're here to see a bigger picture and, and today, I gotta be honest with you, as, as we dive into scripture, um, I'm doing this backwards of how I normally do it. And, and here's what I mean. If you're new to this church, most of the time, the way that I communicate is, I say, open your Bibles to this passage. We spend the whole day looking at one passage of scripture, and, and then by the end of it, we try to apply it to our lives, and that's typically how we do it. This week, I had to start different, because what I wanted to do was talk about baby dedication like what does it mean to dedicate a child to the lord and because of my heart to be completely true and pure to scripture i had to do it in the opposite way i had an idea like i think that dedicating a child taking this beautiful baby in mufasa lion king style like offering it up to the lord i think that was a i think that's a godly and biblical thing but and in all honesty, I'd never studied it and I'd never really looked at it. So I started with a thought and then went and tried to find scripture that supported that thought. And that's dangerous. Just, just know that. There's a lot of preachers out there that do that. They go, I got a great thought. And then they go try and find scripture to support it. I, I try and do it the other way around. But here's what I found. And I'm encouraged by this. What we're going to talk about this morning is very biblical what you are going to get to celebrate and be a part of at the end of this service is not only biblical, but it's incredibly God-honoring. And today's a special day. It's a special day for moms. It's a special day for kids. But in the scheme of things, if you believe this like I do, if you believe that we're here on this earth to bring God honor and glory all the days of our lives, if, if you believe that's our purpose, then today is a parent's declaration of, Jesus, you got this baby. You gave it to me. I give it back to you to do with whatever you will and whatever you purpose. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's very biblical. I'm going to show you that today. Let's pray, and we'll dive right in. God, thank you for the mothers that you have given us. Thank you for their faith and what they've shown us. God, thank you for the children that you have blessed some in this room with and God for those today who have decided to dedicate those children back to you I just pray blessing upon them and their families um, I ask that your scriptures would come alive today that we would see um, the greater picture that we would see the whole um, we would see that you desire all of us you desire each and every person in this room to not only live for you but to dedicate our life to you to give to you all that we are and all that we have for the simple, simple task of bringing you honor and glory. God, may we see that today. May you move in us through your Holy Spirit. May we honor you with what we do. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Um, baby dedication is a theme. I want to start, though, by saying a few things that baby dedication is not. Just I like to dispel a few myths. When the parents come up here in just a few minutes to dedicate their children, they are not promising to be perfect parents. They would fail in that promise probably by the end of today. 
That is not the promise that they're making to be perfect parents. They are not committing to raise perfect kids just because they stand up here and go, Jesus, you got to do this because I don't know how to does not mean that child will be perfect in any way, shape, or form. That is not what they're committing to. They're not saying we're going to raise perfect kids. And then most importantly, I think this is vital to mention because there are some faiths that may teach this. Um, By them dedicating their children to the Lord, they are not securing faith or salvation. Okay, that's not what's happening. By that parent saying, I give this child to the Lord, that does not nail down for sure the salvation of that child. That is something that child will have to do on their own and put their own faith into a loving and saving creator, Jesus, sustainer. They'll have to do that at some point in their life. But what the parents are saying is that I'll do everything I can to help that process. That's what they're trying to do. And, and so there's no water baptism. There's, no, there's nothing that we can do to save our kids other than pray like crazy that God will do what he's going to do in their life. So that is what baby dedication is not Quickly, I would like to go over the, what baby dedication is. It's broken into a few things. And the first one is this. To dedicate a child means to publicly acknowledge that children are gifts from the Lord. Now, some of you are like, yes, I agree. Some of you are like, this is a horrible gift. Okay, but, but that's because you have little bitty ones. Um, or you have big ones. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, it just is a daily, hourly thing, really. Um, but Psalms talks about it. Psalm 127, verse 3, it says this, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. They're a gift from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, that's a, that's a child, not an underwear brand. The fruit of the womb is a reward. It's a reward. I'm pretty sure that if you have experienced that blessing, if you've experienced that reward, you know exactly what the psalmist is saying. You go, wow. Let me talk, though, just for two seconds to the young families in the room who want that gift, who want that reward, who have been trying for months or years to have that gift and that reward. For those who cannot, it's not as if God does not love you. He is sovereign and we still trust and believe in him. But may these words encourage you. He is still a God who gives good gifts. That is a promise in scripture. So today, as this day is probably really brutally hard for you because you want to be up here Just know that he gives good gifts. And the children that you have, the children that you desire, the children that you will someday have, they are gifts from the Lord. And the parents who are up here will acknowledge that this child they hold is a gift from God. The second thing that dedication is, it's publicly acknowledging that children are entrusted to their parents. They're entrusted to their parents for this purpose. They're entrusted to their parents for the Lord. So it's not as if God sits up there and is like, all right, who's going to make this kid cool or a good left-handed pitcher or what? It's, no, I, you have this gift, and I'm going to entrust you with this gift, but I'm going to entrust you with this gift so that you can use this gift for me or that, because this gift is mine. It's for me still, and it's hard for us to grasp that, but in Colossians 1 verse 16, it says this, for in him, and the him is Jesus, 
So for in Jesus, all things were created. He is the creator sustainer. Just know that. Things in heaven and on earth, things that are visible, like children, things that are invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, hear this, all things, everything that has been created has been created through him, meaning he did it, but it was also created for him. And I know for some that's impossible to get, for others you're like, thank goodness that that is truth. But your child has been entrusted to you for the Lord. The Lord gave you this child so that this child would live a life to bring honor and glory back to him. Now, these gifts, they're on loan from the Lord. These children, that's what I'm talking about, they're on loan. And he desires that we would nurture, comfort, love on, sometimes even spoil these gifts, these children. But we have to see that the purpose of every creature of God, every creation of God, even our kids, the purpose for their existence is the Lord. And specifically, the next thing that these parents are dedicating their children to. They are formally and intentionally presenting their child to the Lord for his purposes and for his glory. That, that's what they're going to stand up here and do. They're going to say, I know this is a gift. I know I've been entrusted this gift for you. And in, I want to intentionally and publicly say that I am going to give this child back to the Lord for his purpose and for his glory. That's what they're going to do. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I have two kids, little bitty ones, two and a half almost eight months. I don't know the first thing about being a good parent. This is not a parenting talk because you don't want my advice. I am convinced of this though. When I go stand before Jesus at the end of my life and give account of everything, nowhere in that account is he gonna say you just should have played more ball with your boy because then he could have been a major league pitcher. You just should have taught him better algebra because then he could have been a scientist. I, I don't think that anywhere in the account of my life is God going to look at me and go, I just really wish you'd made him have cooler hair. That's your fault. Better clothes, a nicer car. I don't think any of that's going to matter. But do you want to know what I think God will rip me for? Any time where in my pursuits of worldly gains or in my fleshly desires for my children to be better than your children, and I've got those desires, any time I allow that to stand in the way of pushing my children towards his purpose and his will, Anytime I did that, anytime I hindered him doing what he was going to do because of my own fleshly desires, he will look at me and go, you, you missed it. You missed it. So when these parents stand up here, what, what they're standing up here and saying is that I, I know that this child has been entrusted to me, but they haven't been entrusted to me to teach them cool stuff. They've been entrusted to me to give them back to God for his purpose and for his glory. I'm not going to hate on the parents who overcommit their kids. All I'm simply saying today is make sure you major in the majors because life is short. The best way for us to make sure that we do this is to present our children formally back to the Lord, to just say, here, this is yours. 
They're his already, so it's not that big of a step to just go here, do with as you will. But the thing that we can actively do after we make that dedication is we can pray like crazy that our children will be sensitive to the Spirit, that they'll be sensitive to the Lord because that's how we're gonna make sure we don't mess this up is that we just teach them to listen to God and do what he says to do. You're his, I'm just here to help you along the way. There's precedence for this, for dedicating or intentionally presenting a child to the Lord. Um, in 1 Samuel 1, verses 10 and 11, and then we'll read verse 17 as well. Speaking of Hannah, who had little baby Samuel, it says this, In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. I wonder if there's any mothers who have done that. And she made a vow to the Lord saying this, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. And no razor will ever be used on his head. Eli, the priest there who heard this prayer said, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. So before baby Samuel was ever even born, Hannah says, if you do this, Lord, if you give me this gift, I'll give them right back to you. And she ends up following through with that. Now, she holds on to him for a little bit, just like any good mother would. But she gives him back to the Lord. And then this is much more telling to me. It's in Luke 2, verse 22. It says this, when the time came for the, pur the purification rites required by the law of Moses, that would be on the eighth day of Jesus' life, that's when the purification rites needed to be fulfilled, Joseph and Mary, those are the parents of Jesus, took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. How awkward. Parents walk in with like the sling across them. They walk into the temple before Yahweh and they go, here you go. And he's like, yeah, I know him already. <laughs> How awkward. But even Joseph and Mary presented the Lord back to the Lord. I mean, there, if, if there's any baby that doesn't need to be dedicated to the Lord, it is the Lord. So just understand that if Mary and Joseph did this, it's something that we ought to do. The final step of this dedication process is something like this. The parents are publicly committing themselves to follow, to fully follow the Lord and to teach their children God's ways and to also teach them how to follow him. Now, for those of you who are asking, how in the world do I do that? Deuteronomy 4, 4 through 7, I think gives us the most clear-cut example of how exactly his parents were to do this. It says, Hear, O Israel, and Israel is a reference to the children of God. So if you're a child of God, this refers to you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Here's what you do, parents. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength, with everything you've got. These commands that I give to you today, they're to be on your hearts. So we need to put the word of the Lord deep within our hearts. We need to know what he commands us to do, and we need to do it. Impress these commands then on your children. And here's how you do it. Talk about the things of the Lord. Talk about his scriptures. Talk about his commands. When? When you sit at home and when you walk along the road. So when you're eating, when you're sitting, when you're just hanging out, when you're watching TV, talk about Jesus. 
Talk about the commands of God. Talk about his scriptures. You do it then. When you're walking along the road, all right, well, we don't walk anymore. What do we do? We minivan it up, SUV if you're a little cooler. We, we put them in, and what do we do for those 15, 20 minutes while we're driving them? Who knows where, and we're doing it 18 times a day. You talk about Jesus and the things of the Lord. Yeah, the DVD players are awesome, and VeggieTales will do it a little bit, but what are you doing, parents? You're sitting there, and you're telling them, here is who Jesus is. Here is what he's about. Here is the purpose and the plan that he has for your life. We do it while we're driving down the road, and when you lie down and when you wake up. Now, most parents hit one out of four of those. You know which one I'm talking about? The when we lie down one. Now we lay you down to sleep, pray the Lord your soul to keep this. I don't know the rest. Okay. Okay, <laughs> God, you, now you do the rest. Um, we get them, we, we, we get them covered real good about 9.30 every night. But that's not what the scripture says. The scripture says that you do it when you go to bed and you do it when you wake up and you do it while you're in the house and you do it when you're out of the house and basically you just do it all the time. You just do it all the time. In order to do this, parents, it must first be your heart. It must be a natural rhythm in your life. If God and the things of God and the commands of God are not a part of just who you are, it's not a DNA, it's not a rhythm, it's not how you walk and live and talk, then it's gonna be very, very, very laborsome for you to raise your kids in this way. This is gonna be true. But if it's a part of who you are, if it's a part of your normal dialogue, then your children will get this. And do you wanna know how your children will learn these things? Do you wanna know how you will raise them in the ways of God? Your children will learn not by what you say, but by watching you. They'll watch what you do. There's no other way. So here's what that means, church. If you want to raise your kids in the ways of the Lord, if you want to teach them to love the Lord their God with all their heart, with all their mind, with all their soul, with all their strength, if you want to teach them to do that, then you cannot be a faker. You've got to do that yourself. But here's the refreshing part of that. If you do truly love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, they will see that, and I believe they will follow It was about six months into having a child that I began to feel the immense weight and fear of being a parent. It's when you look at something that looks back at you for the first time and it acknowledges you and, and you know that that is your responsibility that, that you start to think through these things. And everything that we've covered today is exactly the process that we as parents need to walk through. We need to realize, first of all, that this is a gift and it's not ours. It's been entrusted to us. We, we need to do some great things with it, but it's a gift of God that's to be given back to God for his purpose and for his glory. And my purpose in his life is simply to love the Lord, the God, with all, the, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind, with all my strength, and I need to teach and talk and tell this child all the time about the things of God. And if in letting go, in dedicating this child back to the Lord, and if in teaching him the ways of the Lord, he grows up to be this mighty man of God, then I think I've done my part. But you know how little my part was? Pretty small. Because God gave us the roadmap, and God does all of the hard work. I had to learn, and I had to understand that God is in control, and that Jesus is, is enough I have to desire for their lives, my kids' lives, to be his purpose. I want them to go to New Castle High School, OU, undergrad and grad. I want them to make lots of money for me and <laughs> never live more than about 10 minutes away. But if God says otherwise, I've got to be okay with letting that happen. 
I've got to be okay with letting them fill, fulfill their God-given purpose. And the best way that I can do that is by daily, daily praying for them to come into a faith of their own, a faith that allows them to know God intimately so that when they come to me at 18 and I'm like, you don't even know what your name is. What are you telling me you're going to Uganda? They come to me and they say, no, I know God. You've taught me to know God. You taught me to listen to his gentle voice and his voice is clearly leading me here. And you know what I'm gonna say at that? Go. Go with the Lord. Just come back for Christmas. You know, I mean, that's... As we close today, I want you to understand something. The idea of dedicating children back to the Lord is biblical, but the bigger picture is this. Um, you can do that with any treasure that you have. And we're supposed to do that with any treasure. So for those of you who have no kids, let me talk to you for 30 seconds. What is your greatest treasure? What is your greatest asset? What is the thing that God has given you, has entrusted you with? Maybe it's an incredible mind. Maybe it's an incredible job. Maybe it's an incredible house. Maybe it's incredible. I don't know what God has given you, incredible relationships. Whatever it is, whatever you treasure, God says this, I've given you those things so that you can turn around and give them right back to me, that you can dedicate them back to me for my glory, for my purpose. And today, as, as we just kind of wrestle through this, we're gonna have a chance to respond. We're gonna have a chance to respond before the families come up here and dedicate their children back to the Lord. And so, as an individual, I don't want you to miss this opportunity to say before God, whether your kids are grown and having kids or not, you, you can say, this child that I have is a treasure given to me by God and I want to dedicate them back. You don't have to come up here to do that. You can just say, this child is a treasure of mine and it's not mine, it's his. This job, this intellect, this ability, this whatever. Everything I have has been given to me by God, so I freely give it back to him for his purpose and for his glory. There's gonna be pastors and some prayer team members up here while we respond. We're gonna sing for several minutes. We're gonna respond to God and to the truth of his word, and if you're here and you know that, you, that as a parent you just need to let someone pray over you because you don't, get it, you don't get this. This is tough and you want to get it. If you want someone to come pray over you, we're gonna have some mothers up here and some fathers up here that'll just pray over you and your kids. If you're here and you don't have kids but you, um, you desire that gift, I'm gonna be standing right here in the center. Would you let me pray for you and for that desire of your heart? And then finally, for those of you who have no kids, kids aren't even on the horizon, but you just know that my life is a gift from God and I wanna give it back to him. If you just wanna make that declaration, just come up here and, and declare that before God and, and let us pray over you. This is, just a, this is just a really simple spot and a really simple place where God can move in your life. And I know that he will if we allow him to, if we just say that everything is from him and everything is for him. It's that simple of a charge. So whether you want prayer for your kids, whether you want prayer for yourself, whether you want prayer for your future children, whatever it is, the prayer team will be up here and they'll, they'll just minister to you, whatever that looks like. We have communion in the back of the rooms where those candles are lit on the tables. If you would like with your family to go take communion, you'll have time to do that. Whatever it looks like for you to respond, but I pray that if you know that today God is asking you to give something back to him, to dedicate a part of you or a child back to him, and maybe you're not even signed up for this, and you just want to come and let us pray with you. I pray that you do that. Now, parents, those of you who are dedicating your children, there's 19 of you. As soon as I pray and stand, you need to run, go get your kids. 
Jay will meet you back in the lobby. But everybody else, this is your time to respond to the truth of the word and to him. So God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that that will happen. I pray that parents will come. I pray that, that men and women will come. And God, that they will give everything they have to you for your purpose and for your glory. God, I pray today in the name of Jesus that you will cause the gift of life to happen. The gift of a child. God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, knowing you're capable. In all things, we give you all the honor and all the glory for your purpose. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Let's stand and respond to him.